Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Just the Sip. No, I am not in my living room like I've been for the past year and a few months. We are back in the studio for a very special episode. We have a young woman here who has been on the show before, who has given us her whole life on reality TV for 10 years. But today, she is going to make a world-exclusive announcement right here on JTS. Please welcome Evelyn Lazada. Evelyn Lazada is back with me again today for Just a Sip. And I'm pretty, um, I feel grateful that you reached out to me to do this episode with me because you have something important to share with everybody. And I'm just, I want you to know that I don't take this lightly. We don't take this lightly here because you are a friend of the show. And you were so real and raw last time. And I'm just so happy that you felt comfortable to come this way. Yeah, so I've been thinking about this actually for the last couple of months. And, you know, I kept thinking, who do I want to sit down with and have this conversation with not, you know, about basketball wives, just my life. And you kept popping up into my mind. Then I saw you on Instagram and I was like, I want to do it with him. So then I reached out to my manager, Lisa. And I I mean, I feel like we just had so much fun and it was just so organic and kind of just easy. So I love that, you know. For sure. And, you know, I appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate um, you know, reality TV. I know how the ins and outs of it works. I know what, you know, in front of the camera, when people are watching on TV, it looks glamorous, but I know how much hard work goes into it. It is one of the most difficult jobs I have ever had. And I think people, I guess maybe sometimes the viewers just see us glammed and having dinners yes. and gossiping, but... It takes so much energy to film this show. Uh, And I've been doing it for a decade now. And um, it could be very exhausting because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know new, old characters, what they're bringing to the table. I've been one of the main characters on the show. So, you know, I tend to kind of be a target sometimes. And that's the thing. (laughs) When you're a senior on a show, people try to dethrone you is what they call it. Yes. They try to knock the crown off your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of that, which I totally get, you know. Um, It's just a part of the process of what we do. But, you know, 
On the flip side of that, when you're showing up to certain scenes, it could be you know, stressful and you're on edge and you kind of feel like you're a sitting duck sometimes because you don't know who's going to say what, yeah. you know? And I've had some tough moments. You know, my daughter was, you know, a storyline and um, no shade to Jackie. I love Jackie. And I, I understand what we do. And, um, you know, it's just, it hasn't been easy, but there's also been a lot of positive things that, you know, yeah. come from it. So it helps other things that I have going on. So, you know, that's why I've stuck with it for so long. I want to point out before we get into what you want to reveal on this show today, that you were a businesswoman before you came on the show. I was, well, the only reason why I started, the only reason why I agreed to do the show is because Shawnee called me. She's like, hey, I have this idea. I had a shoe store at the time in Miami. It this, was popping you know, too. High-end boutique. And I was like, this is going to help my shoe store, so let's just do it. Mind you, the the show just took off. I didn't expect for it to be such a hit the way it was. Um, so, yes, I've always been an entrepreneur and a hustler. I'm from New York. It's like, we have to yeah. figure this out. You know, I had my first job at 13. So I was working at Disco, Disco One Boutique in yeah. Hunts Point in the Bronx. But, you know, I've always had that go-getter mentality of like, okay, we got to make it do what it do. And you were a single mom. And I was a single mom. Young, too. I was a teenager mom. I had my daughter at 17. So it was, okay, I have to figure this out. You know, no matter which way, I don't care where I have to work. I don't care. I've, you know, I've worked at Vidal Sassoon. I've, I've done it all just to, you know, be able to provide for my daughter. 100%. Yeah. So after a decade of being on Basketball Wives, what is this announcement that you want to make today? So my announcement today is that I am no longer going to do Basketball Wives. I think that it's time for me to open up the universe to other things. It's, and it's been a hard decision because I could for do sure. it with my eyes closed. Yeah. But at the same time, it, um, it, like we just spoke earlier, it's so difficult and it takes so much energy. And it's not the most positive energy. And I just, I want to open up I want the I want to open it up to the universe to allow other things to yeah. flow in. And sometimes you have to say, all right, I got to walk away from this. You got to close that door. Yeah, I have to close the door. So I've been feeling conflicted for the last couple of seasons. Miami days, we would have scenes. I didn't care what happened in that scene. I would walk away. You were good to you go. Know, I was good to go. I'm like, I don't get. But now I have a conscience about what I say and what I do and in what my kids are going to see, although yeah. I've always delivered, yeah. but I walk away from it feeling heavy, you but know? That's the thing. You said a, a word delivered. Yeah. And I feel like when you're a reality star and you are an OG of a show, yeah. you almost feel the pressure that it falls on your back that mm -hmm. you have to deliver. Well, we kind of, especially with the OGs, if things are flat or you need a moment or we know how this works. Yeah. So we know what's needed without you telling us what we need. You know 100%. what I mean? And, you know, you think about the super trailer and things that are needed. I know how this works. So I know if we're having, if we're on a trip and we're wherever, oh, we, we better have some big moments. You need so, something. You know, if it's not happening, then I'm like, okay, we're going we're gonna to figure this out with whatever storylines are going on. And it's always nerve-wracking, but... It's your job. It's always been a job for me, you know? Yeah. It's like, I do it, I'm done, and I go home. My personal life looks nothing like that.
Like, really? I, no, my personal life is boring and quiet. I'm and like, you're not hopping over tables at no, Thanksgiving? No, I'm not slapping my vagina, you know, at my kids when I'm yelling at them. You know what I mean? Like, my daughter was like, so, um, you did what? You know, I kind of tried to give a heads up or, like, warn the family because yeah. they're always like, it's even stressful for them. You know, my family members, my mother, I finally told her two days ago that I'm not doing basketball wives no more. And she was like, what? And then she felt like, like a relief. Rele- a relief because as a parent, you know, you're watching the show. People are saying things uh, about your daughter online and things happening yeah. and vice versa, even for the other person that I'm engaging with. Imagine what their family feels yeah. like. So it's like I'm aware of all of those things, which years ago I wasn't, but I am. You know, it's like, do you feel like if your kids were a little bit older, you would be fine with going on to season 11 and season 12 and 13 and 14, 15? Um, No, no. It's just time. It's just time. It's time. It's been time. You know, going from own, then going back to basketball wives, it was, I I was so far removed from this type of, of, you know, a dynamic with the cast because I had my own show on own. So then going back to it was like, okay, you know, it's, let's do this. So it it, it was hard. I did feel like I took a a few steps backwards, but I love the fans of the show. Yeah, I love the the fans of the show. I love filming with, you know, Malaysia, Jackie, you know, Shawnee. It's hard, but we understand why we're doing what we're doing. Look, you and Shawnee were friends before this all started. Oh, yeah. She is an EP of the show. How hard was it for you to have that conversation with Shawnee and say, look, this is not serving me? Yeah. And, you know... I'm sure she took it a little bit personal. She didn't. She was she was like I fully understand. I get it. I you know, I've been friends with you since, you know, I remember I, we went to her baby shower in Miami. I mean, her kids are grown. Yeah. So, she gets it and she's so supportive and she doesn't she's not upset and she doesn't feel a way about it because she knows how exhausting it, it can be. So she's like, girl, I get it. I understand. You know, I know you want to focus on other things. And um, so she she was so supportive. You know, have you told all your castmates yet that you're leaving the show? And what did they say? So obviously, Shawnee knows Malaysia knows um, Kristen knows Jennifer. I told her that I was thinking about it. Um, they were like, no, what, how do we fix this? Yeah. You know what? Contacting Jackie has been like, I'm like, girl, well, how many bat phones do you have? <laughs> but, you know, everyone's been supportive. I think more so shocked. Shawnee wasn't shocked, but I, Malaysia was like, how do we fix it? Right. What do we do? You know, because she's just so amazing. But, um, you know, I, for the most part, they've been okay with it and just like all right i guess we'll figure out you know what we're gonna do yeah yeah and they will they will they've been doing it for a long time do you think you'll ever regret it no no i don't think i'll regret it i think that i'm i think i'm gonna few maybe a few months from now whenever things start you know evolving i'm gonna say oh my god you know every time you go through this and the struggle and then you do it you're like i wish i would have did this a long time ago (laughs) you know i wish i would have did this and stuck to it a long time ago so i don't want to live my life with regrets you know um 
If I want to come back, I can come back. <laughs> oh, for sure. Leave the door open. I always say don't burn that f***ing bridge. I don't. And that's why, listen, and, and not because I want to just leave the door open, but I generally love the franchise and, and everyone that puts the show together. Yeah. And I do. I really, I love everyone. And that's why I said, you know, I wish them you know, the best. It's just time for Evelyn to, 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 to go. the evolution. So Ooh. we have to move forward, honey. There was nothing like that season where you guys didn't finish it. <sighs> what was the one in Miami where like the last thing was, put your hand in my face again. And it was like, Shh. and then it was like, where's the reunion? And nobody wanted to finish it. I know. Was it a season five? It was maybe season five. It well, was literally. That was, a, that was a hard season because that was when all the stuff was going on with me. I didn't want to come back and do the reunion because a, I didn't want to talk about him. Oh, that's why it happened. Yeah. I couldn't figure out why that season never no, had a reunion. I was like, so a lot of the season was about like you know like what was going on in my life at the time, and I just didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do a reunion and talk about everything that I just lived, which I'm, I'm still dealing with. It was hard. Sometimes, you know, reunions are hard. You got to look at scenes and you're hours. like, oh, my God. And emotionally, you know, it's tough sometimes. So I, I just I didn't want to do it. And then that's how the L.A. show came about, because then that show ended and then they started doing Basketball Wives L.A. Yeah. Put your hand in my face again. Shh. One more time. <laughs> and I was like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What and you gonna do? And even in that scene, watching that scene of, I, I, so much had happened that I was like, I don't even want to fight with you, girl. 100%. Like, I don't, like, I'm, I'm dealing with all this other stuff. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. You know, you have had some rough seasons in the past, yeah. but it seems like last season was the roughest. Yeah. And I don't take racism lightly. I don't like to call people right. racist unless it's, you know, real, because right. that can stick with you right. for a long time. Someone labeled you a colorist and said that you were enacting colorism on, colorism on them. A lot of people didn't agree. You know, haters went out there and said what it right. was. But how did that label change your life and that, affect you. Yeah, that was probably one of the most difficult things I've had to deal with, just being on the show. I mean, we could argue about silly things, but to be yeah. labeled that, I'm like, I, I'm, it, it was hard. And even though people, a lot of people knew it was BS, some people believed it and that hurt me. Yeah. You know, it hurt my heart because I'm like, okay, I may be a little crazy sometimes because we're filming a show, but I've had a lot of drunken moments. Like I've never, you know, uh, I haven't handled things perfectly, but to be labeled that was really, really hard for me. But at the same time, you know, I can't tell somebody what they, they didn't feel. experience, right? Yeah. Or how they, they, you know, if we're perceived. in a perceived something, I can't, you know, that's what your experience is. And I'm never gonna take that away from somebody, yeah. but I know who I am as a person. And I know that, you know, that wasn't true, but you know, I mean, again, it goes along with, you don't know which new cast members, old new, what they're gonna bring yeah. to the table. And it's like, do I wanna continue to do this? Because I have other things that for me are more important, you yeah. know? And, and um, the show is going to end one day. Like I need, you know, I wanna make money when I'm asleep. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't wanna be, you know, I don't wanna uh, risk other things that I have going on because of what other people are bringing to the table yeah. on the show. So it, that, was, that was really difficult for me. I heard you had to move. I did. I ended well. I ended up moving. It became so crazy, 
you know, I was getting all types of messages and the threatening, like I'll slit your throat and, and yeah, like, you know, and just to read that, my thing is, if you're really going to do that, you're not going to tell me. You're just well, going to yeah. pop up. You know, I mean, I grew up in New York, like, it's so. If you talk a big game, nine times out of ten, you can't back it yeah, up. Yeah, like, whatever. But it was, you know, sometimes I'm human, so even just reading things like that, sometimes it's, it's, it's heavy. Um, and it was just too much, and I just felt like, you know what, I need to, to move, and I need to be somewhere more secure. And that was the driving force, though, of, yeah. of why I felt like I needed to be, I need to protect my kids, and I need to protect myself, because you just never know. It could take one person to believe yeah. this and say, I'm going to go postal on her tomorrow. You know, so, you know... You just had to do it. I just had to do it. I just had to do it. I needed, yeah. I feel bad for people filming a reality show in COVID. You think? It was I would dreadful. be like, no, I'm not doing this. Well, we filmed, we literally, we were stuck in a house. Girl. It was, I mean, the people that got along was in one house and then there was another house and it was just, it was the long, and it was only two weeks. Usually we film for months at a time, so it was a, such a short season, but it was like, it was stressful. All the COVID tests and you can't, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And you know what, we, we're so used to being free and going to dinners and places and, and, and being seen and out there. So we didn't have none of that. Do you think if COVID hadn't happened, would you still be on the show? No. No. You think I, you had I, just come to the point at that point? Yeah, it, I've been feeling like this for a couple of seasons now. But what made you come back? Was it the money? It was, well, I just went through a breakup, you know? I had yeah. to, Carl and I just separated. It's like, all right, I'm gonna get back out there. Wanting to always work and do something. Uh, the opportunity was there. I love the fans of the show. I love, and let me just say, not only do I love the fans of the show, I love the production. We yeah. we have established it's like a family, and you guys are together all yeah. the time, and it's been ten years. So I've seen people get married, have kids. So it, it it's just that love and, and that connection with them. It's that's probably one of the hardest things for me is me knowing that you know I'm not going to see these yeah. people. I, I mean we text and stuff like that, but you know just working with them is was is probably one of the the hardest things. But you know just wanting to get back out there and. Um, do the show. I, I just, I've always had a love for basketball. I, yeah. I mean, I wanted to do well. I really, really do. So just because, you know, sometimes you have people leave and they're like, I hope that thing turns. <laughs> yeah. I, hope that, I, I don't, I want the show to live on forever. I want old new girls to just Cause it's your take legacy. the toy. Yeah, like do, do the damn thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make money, build your brands, you know, make the most out of that situation. So, you know, I, I wanted to continue. I feel like you're that. one of those girls where, cause I'm the same way. Like if I close the door to something, no disrespect, I'm just closing the door. I'm not coming back to film a lunch. I'm not coming for like a reunion. Like when a bitch leaves Jackson 5, she out of Jackson 5, okay? <laughs> like maybe at a Coachella, I might get back with Destiny's Child, but it might yeah. take me 10 or 15 years. Right. If they called you back and said, yo, we just need you for two episodes, come through and like film this lunch or go on this trip. No. Damn. I wouldn't do it. Scorpio? I wouldn't do it. Saggy. Ooh, I'm a Saggy. But just because it's just, I, I want to, I want to take all my energy 
out of it. I don't, you know, I want to focus on those other things. And I feel like if I did that, I'm still kind of like playing with one it. One foot and, in and one and, foot out. You know, um, I don't know. I, I also never want to say never, ever, ever, but um, it would have to so make sense. You yeah. know, maybe it's the last episode of like the season series, yes. series yes. and they're bringing back everybody. Then obviously I would be a team player for something like that. But, you know, just to film a scene, just to film it. No, I just feel like not happening. No, I'm going to get this down because let's get serious for two seconds. You have four million followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yes. On Twitter, how many followers do you have? Um, probably like 1.2 million. 1.2 million followers yeah. on Twitter. I've done the research. And it Facebook, seems like three million. Three million on Facebook, <laughs> bitch. Don't forget about the Facebook viewers. I know. We're talking about a, a slew of influence when it comes to branding and marketing. But I feel like having double, sometimes triple, of what other women have on other shows that might be on Bravo or ABC in the Bachelor universe, why do you feel like the women on Basketball Wives don't get the opportunities that other people get? Because I, I feel like yeah. there's this disconnect there. There is. And I, I wish I knew what that was. I feel like, I don't know if it's a part of the network that we're on. Um, I, don't, I don't know. And, and it, I was just having a conversation with my makeup artist about that same thing. I'm like, I just feel like we haven't, we've been doing this for 10 years, but we just don't get the same opportunity. So for me, I was like, well, maybe it's because it's VH1 and it's not E yeah. or Bravo or, do you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I would love to tap into that world, but I, ha if, if I have, but I haven't. Yeah. So, and I think it has a lot to do with, you know, where I've been and where I'm at. And I feel like it's not the most positive thing. So people are like, mm, I don't know. And not that any reality show is, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would like, what, what do you think? You know what's interesting? I feel like there is this, if I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I would love. I feel like that there's this like ratchet stigma yes. with love and hip hop and with, with basketball wives. But it's so funny because we're following reality of certain people. And yeah, it might be more dramatic because it's VH1. The music might be a little bit better than, than what they're doing on Bravo. Those women are a lot more self-aware of what they look like. But they're talking about sex on Real Housewives. <laughs> they're throwing glasses at each other on Real Housewives. But I feel like sometimes when there's a group of black women, they don't get as elevated as if it was a mixed race right. group. I've always wondered what that is, but I, you know, like we just said, I thought it had a lot to do with maybe just, you know, VH1 and it being ratchet yeah. and um, these are the ratchet girls or so. And I also think, I think for me too, I think one of the issues, and I've told Shawnee this, I think we've been doing the same thing for so long. Yes. And it's like, evolve with us. Yeah. Right? And me personally, like if I do reality TV again or whatever whatever happens in the future, yeah. I want to be able to have more creative control of my image and my life because I think you it. Yes, I feel like I've earned that I think too. You it. I'm like, okay, come on guys. Like <laughs> like Malaysia is so much more than the table throwing scene. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. Like she's a great mom and a great person and she works hard. Like Jackie's more than just kooky Jackie. Yes. You know, Shawnee's more than whatever perception you have of her and I, I wish that they would have they would evolve with us a little bit more because I feel like other shows 
like Housewives of Atlanta, you know, they show different aspects of their life, yes. you know, so. They're down with the evolution on that show. Yeah. Looking back when Tammy left, do you now say, okay, now I get it? Yeah, I totally get it. I, I got it. Because at the time, everybody thought, oh, you think you're better than the show? You think you're gonna leave and do some other to think that, yeah. right? I think it's okay to feel, think, you know, I, I've outgrown this. I don't want to be around these bitches no more. I'm tired. Like, yes. I want to do other things. So, you know, I, I didn't feel any type of way. She's always wanted to, you know, act and do other things. And I think she's great at it. You know, I think I do. You know, I know we have this, like, Outstanding beef. It's yeah. like a, it's like a loan that you can't repay. It's like the student loan <laughs> yeah. of beefs. Like no matter yeah. how much you try to get over it, you can't. Right. It's like it is what it is. But I get it. You know, and you wish people well, even though you don't get along. And um, yeah, it's okay to say, you know what? I've outgrown this. I want to do other things. You know, I did it. I came back, and you know, I'm leaving again. <laughs> but what happens when? Because I know this must happen when you start to date again and you put yourself back out there, people probably expect the Evelyn from Basketball Wives. I don't know. I, I think most people that get to know me outside of Basketball Wives are like, wow, you're so different. Yes. You know, obviously I have that side. I mean, oh. who doesn't? <laughs> what Latin you does know? not, cannot yeah. activate that? It's like, I, obviously I have that side, but I make sure that the people that are around me do not bring that side out of me. Yes. You know, I just don't want to vibrate on that level, you know, just because my personal life looks so different. So that's what I've struggled with. It's like my personal life is, I'm vibrating on a different level. Like there's so much positivity. And then, you know, I'm filming the show. So it's like there was, there's not a balance. And, and that's what I've struggled with just internally within myself, just not feeling uneasy. Equally, yeah. 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 Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. You know, it's crazy. There were two times I thought, I don't think these people will ever talk again, ever. And the first one was when you and Wendy Williams got into it. Oh my gosh, scandal. I remember watching it as half of America did, as it unfolded. And I like Wendy. I love Wendy, actually. Yeah. I think Wendy is great at what she does. And I think part of why I like Wendy, and I hate to say this, is because Wendy sometimes goes below the belt. Right. But it seemed like Wendy kind of went too low for you that day. Yeah, I just, I just had a baby. Like, Leo had just came out of my vagina in 0.2 seconds. Like, <laughs> and then I'm getting wet. My family's, we're all in Arizona. Everybody's on this high of me. Wow, I had a baby after 21 years. Then it's a boy. So, you know, 
I just, I was in shock at, at the comments at the time. And I initially thought, I'm not going to say anything to her, but I just couldn't. You woke up and you chose violence. I was like, okay, girl, you know, and if so many years, and it has come to me, oh, do you want to do the Wendy? I said, hell no. And I'm sure, I think it was people thinking like maybe we would be okay five years after. And I'm yeah. like, no, F, F B, like I'm not doing it. Recently, she said in a few interviews that, um, she wanted to speak to me and that she wanted to apologize and and say sorry for what she said, that, that she was wrong. And, you know, you have to give people that opportunity sometimes. I don't want to be bitter and angry. And you know what? It was fun. We spoke. We um, She sent me flowers uh, prior to the interview because I thought I had got COVID, <laughs> which I didn't. <laughs> and, um, but we ended up doing the interview and it was great. And there were no, no, you know, it was fun. So, I mean, I'm glad we've been, I, I'm glad we moved on from that situation. And the other one that I thought is there another one? Yes, there was no way I thought you and Jennifer were gonna make a... I know. There is, and by the way, I have to say this to people out there who don't know, sometimes doing a reality show with somebody you're super close with can be challenging because other cast members know how important that relationship is, producers know how important that relationship is, and they can use that against you sometimes. And when you fall out with a friend on a show or a sister as Kyle Richards had with her own sister in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What was it like for you to kind of rekindle things with Jennifer? Yeah. Jennifer and I, we, we've actually rekindled everything during this last off season. I said to myself, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to just rekindle something just for cameras. I was in this woman's wedding. Yeah. I've known her since we were in our mid twenties. I've, spend so much time with her prior to Basketball yes. Wives. I'm the one that got her on Basketball Wives, you know? Which is crazy. Yeah, I was like, girl, come. But there's this thing that they're putting together, you know? And Nine months later. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it's it's just been, I wanted to reach out. She had reached out to me. I didn't respond. And then all the craziness was going on on the show. And I felt like I needed to reach out to her. And I did. And we, we spoke two days ago. So... You know, we we hashed it out, and and you know, I told her that I, I love her, and um, you know, I'm always gonna love and care for her, and that you know, I I don't want to argue and fight over things that just don't matter. Yeah. And life is too short. It's like everything that happened with COVID and pandemic. You you know, you you just never know sometimes. So I wanted to make peace with that situation. I feel like you had a near death experience in COVID or something. It sounds like you had a full awakening. I, I always say you can come out of COVID the same or totally different. And I just, you, I've had a lot of time to think. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna be and, like, I'm dating women now. Because yeah, I know, I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> at this point, I don't know, but yeah, right? Like, I feel like you're like, you know what, f it, I found that I'm a lesbian. I know, like, right? I don't think I can, like, I'm like, whoa, everything <laughs> is shifting in your life. This whole, you know, basketball wives thing and the Jennifer thing. And like, you're just having this, moment where I feel like you did a big reflection, like you had an Iyanla moment without needing Iyanla there. For sure. I just, I want to be happy. I want to be drama free. I want to do positive things. I want to be a positive light in the world. You know, I feel like that's what I want to do. And I know that I haven't, you know, I've had years of, you know, the crazy moments or whatever, but I just want to 
do things different, you know? And, yeah. and so, you know, me making peace with Jennifer or just with anyone that, you know, I've had drama with, it's, it's nothing's that, not that deep to me. Yeah. You know? You know, sometimes a network will be nice and take some out. And if VH1 gave you, you know, the option to take one thing out of the entire run of Basketball Wives, what would you take out? Um, Think long and hard, because you only have one. Gosh, I have so many. Let me give you two. I'm going to give you two. Okay, two, two, two. I'm going to give you two. So it's, it's, it's something that I could have edited. And, and they will never replay it for the rest of your life. The bottle throwing scene. Season what? Season three, maybe? And why do you want that taken out? I just felt like I could have really hurt that woman. You know, at Probably. the t I mean, you think she could have ended up in the hospital. She is. I mean, I wasn't thinking at the time we were having drinks. We were like, you know, Miami days. So I think I think that's probably one of the scenes if I could have cut out. I, yeah. Just throw it away. <laughs> it never happened. Right. Don't Leo could never Google that and see it. <laughs> um, what is the other one? Probably, oh, gosh, there was so many. Probably my running over the table scene. No, bitch, that was, that was like everything. That I like okay. that one, no. I was being protective of Jennifer in that scene. That's like, the thing everybody was like, literally knew where you were coming from oh, in that scene. Oh, I know which one, which one. When I threw the drink on Jennifer, not like two seasons ago. And she had just got her weave done that day. Yes. I knew it. I could see it in her face. Yes. I think that one, um, that was a low one. That was a low moment. So any me. networks coming through, no more drinking for <laughs> Evelyn on camera. No, I don't. Literally the last couple of seasons, I mean, aside from maybe Costa Rica, I had a few drinks. But other than that, I've been pretty sober. <laughs> I'm like, I have to think about what I'm saying and doing. But, you know, if you're on vacation and you guys are away, whatever, yeah. you know, things happen. How do you think, because, you know, Shanice is a young adult now. Yes. She is a woman. You talk to her on the phone like a friend. But Leo's going to get to the age where he's going to start watching this I know. How do you think you're going to handle that? I don't know. I think about this all the time. And he's so smart and he's so nosy. I, he doesn't even know that I was married before, you know? It's like he's going to be like, who are married and to who? Like, yes. I had... I had Leo in my late 30s. A lot happened in my life, honey. And I have <laughs> to explain this, and I don't even know where to begin. Um, we had somebody tell Leo, I guess a friend of a friend's kid, uh, 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 so this guy was doing some work at my house, and I guess, you know, the son knew who I was. Yeah. And he was like, he must have said something to Leo, like, oh, yeah, your mom likes to fight. You see? And, you know, and I'm. And he was like, he said you like to fight, and I'm just like, oh my god. So, because he doesn't know that person at all. You, you um, have like cut off every like VH1 is not on your Comcast. No, I even last episode season before he never watches the show because if if he sees me on TV, he's tuned all the way in. Well, why are you crying? You uh. know, and it breaks my heart because I'm like, oh my god, I don't want him to know any of this. So. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I'm going to have to um, explain myself. It reminded me of something that Kim K said recently about having yes. to explain things to Northy, right? Yes. So it's like, it's the same type of thing. It's like, how do you have these conversations? But 
you know, I'm going to have to keep it a buck with him. 100%. You know, I was married, but I wasn't married. <laughs> yeah. You know, that didn't it was, count. It was for TV. Yeah, it was, that didn't count. That's, you know, that didn't count. But, oh, my God, like, I'm just like, or everything that's happened to me in my life, you know, he's going to, you know, know. Yeah. And, and um, you know, but. But I feel like you go through to talk about Yeah. Like, you almost have to go through some things. And I have this conversation with a friend of mine. She was um, sexually assaulted when we were in college. And she said, my luck, I have four sons. And I said, yes, their luck that they have a mom who knows everything about consent. Yes. Who is educated about consent, that you can talk to them. Because a lot of times, we don't talk to our sons about consent and abuse and putting their hands on people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they think it's passion and it's love. And you know what I mean? Like, and you went through some like that. Right. Right. I have even when he tries to play fight or act like I'm like, no, don't not happening, not happening. Not. And as he get old, as he gets older and, you know, I, I, I can get a little deeper in conversation with him as to the things that happened to me. Like, I want him to know that. That is never something that you do. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, he, you know, he has his moments of wanting to be rough boy. Even when my sister, they're always like play fighting. And, you know, I'm like, don't do that. You it's know? not. No, it's not. It's not funny. You could play fight with a boy, but don't play fight with girls. And it's so interesting because I feel like, you know, you're watching these people talk about and she talks about wanting to break the cycle with yeah. her kids. And we talked about. Um, There was somebody else that said, you know, she watched her daughter go through what she went through with men and never had conversations. So raising a young woman, how are those conversations between you and Shanice? Because a lot of times in in black families, I know we sweep under the rug. I think one thing that I have always done with Shanice, we have always had open, transparent conversations. I didn't want Shanice to come out pregnant at 16. So... I said, okay, how can I handle my relationship with her different than what my My mom, mom. right? Which my mom was great, but we didn't, you know, we didn't have these conversations of, you know, about sex, birth control, boys. We didn't, we didn't. It was just one of those things where you just didn't talk about it. Yeah, you learn from from your girlfriend. Oh, you going to uh, Planned Parenthood? You know? Condoms, it's not how it is now in school where I feel like they supply the kids with condoms and stuff like yeah. that. But we were live. you know, this was a different time. And I made sure that we had conversations about everything. So she always felt comfortable coming to me about girly things, yeah. um, boys. And, you know, she's, what, 28 and she still doesn't have a baby. So, and, and, and you know, we have a close relationship. And I'm going to be the same way with my son. Obviously, it's so different because he's a boy. Yeah. And, you know, he <laughs> wants to walk around with his balls out and stuff. I'm like, put your underwear on. He's like, I like to free ball, mom. I'm like, what? How do you know this? Yeah, and Carl, what? get your ass over here right now. Yes. I'm like, what are you talking about free balling? But he's so funny. But it's... So it's two totally different dynamics. But I think, you know, just really communicating with your kids and making them feel comfortable. It's okay to have questions or maybe if you feel different or you feel certain, whatever it is, I I want them to come to me. Because listen, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to give them the best advice. Oh, you're going to keep it a buck one time. Yeah, exactly. It's so 
such a double-edged sword, I feel like, yeah. with boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think that you have to be supportive and, uh, and, and not saying, you know, you're telling it because, yeah, yeah, go over, you know, go out there and... and, and so your oats. You know, have a train ran on you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> We're yes. not saying that, but you know what I mean? Like, you want your kids to feel comfortable um, being who they are, you know, I always say, it, you know, just talking to my friends that are gay and, and, and maybe their parents not being so supportive. I'm like, I, whatever they want to do, they want to yeah. do, you know, I'm, I'm supportive. I'm here for them. And, and, you know, I love them with all my heart. So. 100 percent. 100. You know, it's tough in the hood being gay. It is. I know you probably saw it, you know. Yeah. People are mean. People are people mean. Really mean. So. Um, you know, I, I, I just know I wouldn't be that person. I want them to be wh whoever they want to be. Yes. As long as you're good, you're a good soul and a good person and, you know, you're not doing anything crazy in these streets. Yeah. And, you know, just enjoy your life and just be the best version of yourself that you can be. 100%. My producer wanted me to ask this next question. She was wondering if you were getting the good dick right now. Because we talked about... <laughs> We talked about some yum yum last time, some yum 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 last time. Yeah, that. And she was wondering if you're getting a good dick right now. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you getting? But not, dick? not from uh, young young. Not the young young yum yum. No, no. Um, from somebody I really care about. Hold on. I know. Hold the fucking door. How long has this been going on? Since COVID. Uh, prior to COVID. Okay, hold, okay, okay, okay. Because I was about to say, if it's some COVID dick, gotta be careful. No, no, it's not COVID dick. And we've known each other a long time, like 10 years, so. And it never happened before? Or is it one of those things where you're like, okay, maybe I might. No, it happened before. Four. And then it's like, I was in a relationship. You know, things happen yeah. and, and yeah, and then the universe somehow kind of. People don't like reboots. People say you guys didn't end up together because, you know, something was up. But do you feel like it was just bad timing and the universe oh, pushed you guys? Oh, for sure it was bad timing. I mean, everything had just happened, you know, with, with my ex. It was just, I, I just, I wasn't in that space or place. So, and I'm a totally different person now than a decade ago. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, everything happens for a reason. So we'll see. So this has been going on for more than a year. How, first of all, how the f did you hide this man for this long? And second off, why don't you tell the world who he is? Because I have learned from past experiences. I want my personal life to be so private that you don't even think it's happening. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. I just feel like people try to mess things up. And um, I, I, I like my relationship and who I'm seeing or whatever's happening to be kept private and that you don't know anything that's going on. I am, my mind is blown right now <laughs> that you have been dating somebody for over a year and a half and we did not know about it. Cause we know everything over here. We know everything. Mm -hmm. But look, if I was dating you and you have 4 million followers and you put your, your earrings up and you throw it up your kids and like all you gives, Hey, you don't throw me up on the gram, we gonna have a conversation. Like, no, 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 let all these dudes know that this is my house now, I'm the king. Like, First of all, that would be the last place I would post any, like, I would not, uh, no, 
Mm-mm. I, I would delete my social media. Like, sometimes I say, I, I want to delete my social media. Don't you dare. I know, but sometimes I do. I want it. It, it kind of, it, it's a gift and a curse. You know what it is. Okay, well, let's play a little game. Mm-hmm. Let's say Bravo comes to you and they say, look, we want a show. We want you to executive produce it. You will have full creative control over said show. But we need every aspect of your life. Would you then, and we're going to give you triple what you were making on VH1. No. And an EP credit and a creative buy <laughs> so you can start this, this empire of yours. But we need your full life. Would you put this man on this show? No. You still wouldn't do it for all that no. money? No. Mm-mm. You love this man. I do, and I care about him a lot. So I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't, I, I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. I don't think he would want to either. Last question about this, babe, because I'm not even going to pry it out of you. I know, I already know it. Is this like a rando man or do we know this man? I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering. I thought you walked in here with a little bit more of a glow than normal. You know, it's just in due time. What's your next move? Because well, I know a bitch got something up her sleeve. Bitch got some things oh, going on. I know she on. got something up her sleeve. <laughs> so, you know, aside, so aside from, you know, my fitness journey and everything that I've been doing with that, um, you know, I'm adding some things to that little empire. Mm. And um, my line of jewelry, BX Glow, we are, I'm doing fine jewelry. Nice. Which is great because, you know, we started off at a lower price point just to be able, you know, you yeah. want the girls in the neighborhood yes. to rock the earrings. And then so now we're, you know, cranking it up a little bit and, and then we're going to do the fine jewelry, which I'm super excited about. So, you know, that'll be a little more expensive. So probably starting at like seven hundred to five thousand. Um, so, yeah. So I'm excited to be able to, you know, design those pieces and, and, you know, keep doing fun things, kind of like streetwear meets fine jewelry yeah. type of thing. I love it. I'm going to end on this point. Or should I say this conversation? Because I feel like there's something about you that even when you're with somebody, if you're not with somebody, you're always an independent bitch. Yeah. Like you always run your own <laughs> shit. Like it's never like, oh, I can't, you know, I'm with my husband. I always feel like, and even like, I feel like when you're in a relationship, the dudes already know that you're coming with some boss ass and that you're coming knowing that, look, I'm gonna be with you, but I'm an independent girl. Has it always been that way? Have you always had that fire where people just realize that, like, I'm not going to be able to control her. She's going to do her own thing. Like, because you've been with some, like, pretty powerful dudes who are used to girls being like, oh, no, you're the basketball player or you're this and you're that. And I'm going to yeah, do, you know what I mean? Like, but you've always done you. Yeah, I've always, I mean, like I said earlier, I've always worked from 13 years old and, I've just always been a go-getter. You know, I think, you know, seeing my mom be a single parent and then and, and hustle and work. And I I tried to be the little more submissive one and not work. It and didn't work. It was exhausting. <laughs> it was exhausting. Because every time we got in a fight, he was like, I'm going to cut your credit card off. I'm like, 
fuck off. Like, who wants to deal with that? Yeah. No, you're not cutting my credit card <laughs> off. Like, are you crazy? So I went through that um, years ago. And I remember saying, I will never give somebody that much power over my life. Yeah. I just can't. I want to be able to shake and move. I want to be able to buy whatever I want to buy without asking you. I want to be able to provide for my kids and, and my kids know, you know what? She may have been with dad and, 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 yeah. and, you know, dad did this, but she always, you know, had her hustle and always figured something out. I, I just, I feel like... It's important to have that. It's important to have that. And it, and, and it keeps, you know, I just feel like it, there's a certain respect level there yeah. versus you're, you know... You just sitting at home. And, and no shade to anyone that's that's doing that. Me personally, it just didn't work out for 100%, me. 100% because I do think men hold that leverage over your head when yes. they have that much power. And you're almost helpless when you're in that situation. My grandmother always said, if you can get $200 a day out of that Amex, pull it out and put it in an nest egg because when you're ready to go you should never ever think well how am i going to survive because right. that should never hold you back so because i learned that lesson in that relationship when you know i got with you know that short-lived marriage um <laughs> yes. when that happened yes. um and then hit the fan with that because i had my own money because i had my own career because i had my own life i was able to pack my stuff up and move across the country without asking or, or being worried or what am I going to do because I was in such a bad position because we got married, you know, uh, our, our the domestic violence incident happened, and then I was ready to move. Yeah. I had to go. So, and it was like, I had to go now. There was no thinking about, you know, how can I plan to get out of here in a month? No. Like, you had days. I had days. Like, I had to get the hell out of that house. So, me having my own life and my own career, I was able to do that on my own. Um, so, you know, I know with my foundation, um, I have a domestic violence foundation. It's the Evelyn Lozada Foundation. And, you know, that's what we're doing. We're trying to just raise money to be able to help those women that are housewives yeah. and are in those positions and can't get up and leave because their husband is the breadwinner. Yeah. You know, I, I talk to so many women. I'm like, girl. Listen to me. Uh, I'm going to cash out you some money right yeah, now. Whether you're reaching out to me, you know, via DM, I've had conversations with strangers of let's figure out how to get you out of this situation. And you cannot tell him that you're planning your escape. And this is what you need to do to be able to remove yourself from that abusive relationship healthy alive, yeah. you know, because a lot of the times if they know, you don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, aside from the jewelry and all of that, the foundation is my first focus yeah. and really just wanting to, to, to help women because I know it was hard for me. So I know how hard it is. When you're talking to these women and getting real life experiences, and I know we've had some victims of domestic violence that watch this show and listen to this show. Thank you guys for commenting about that when we talk about it. When you talk to these women who are all over the country and are all in all different kinds of situations, what's the one thing, the one theme that always comes up in the conversations? I think the one theme is I can't believe I'm in this position. You know, I, it's even for myself, 
you never think you're going to end up in an abusive relationship. And then it happens. And something just happens out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, my God. So I think that that happens a lot um, with a lot of the victims that I talk to is, oh, I started dating him. He was great. Yeah. And things were great. And he was buying me things. And then before you know it, he's beating your ass. So, um and a, and, a, and a lot of them have kids and they're all they all feel stuck. Yeah. You know, and that su- that sucks to feel that way and, yeah. and be afraid that, you know, he's you know, and, and she, too, because there are women out there that are abusive, too. So this is not just, you know, yeah. it's bash men, because I found um, that it happens to, to men. men, too. Um, so I think that that I found, you know, with speaking with a lot of the victims, it was a lot of that you know, going on. It's like, I can't believe I'm in this situation. And I don't even know my family. Doesn't yeah. Know. My, if my family knew, my family would have been there for me. But you're so scared and you're so embarrassed and you're just like. And that's a crazy thing. You feel shame yes. about what's happening to you. Yeah. Yet you're not the one picking up your hand. Exactly. So it's it's such a mind, right? It's yeah. Like, but. Then you think about your family. I, I always thought about my mom. I'm like, she's going to feel so hurt that this is yeah, happening to yeah. me or, you know, my sister. So, but I, you know, I wish I would have said something sooner, but I just didn't know how. You yeah. know, I just, I really didn't. It just, it was something that was happening so fast and my life was going so fast. Here we are, I'm on Basketball Wives and then we, we I have, you know, my own show with yeah. him. The producers, you know, had no idea that stuff was going on and how And they're in your business all day, every day with cameras and microphones and this and that. Like, how did you even hide that from them? I because had to pull it together, like literally would just pull it together. And it's crazy to me because when I talk to people who have been through the similar things, the two things that always come up is they can't believe how many people, even people that they loved would say, well, what did you do to deserve that? Or it was the, um, I just can't believe that he would do that. Right. And the other thing that they said is, when you finally get out of the situation and you have a moment to yourself, you play back all of the moments in your mind that felt like out-of-body experiences Mm -hmm. where you're like, how did I not see this coming? How did I not believe this person? So it was the out-of-body experience and the almost disbelief from family and friends. Right, you know, for me it was really difficult because of my character on the show. So people automatically connected that fiery personality to that and assumed that I did something or that I put my hands up or, oh, we know she was walling out. And, you know, I understood I, I, even though it's naive and kind of like, okay, but I understood why some people believe that, you know, because I was this, you know, uh, I'm this big personality on this show who's always ready to like buck up and fight or argue or whatever. So, you know, they, they, they connected that with that situation. So, and I got blamed a lot for that. I still do, still to this day. Like, you ruined, you know, you ruined his career. Even now, just talking about this, I mean, you are just having a conversation. You'll have people, oh, girl, you still talking about it. But it happened to me. It's a part of my story. Yeah. This is, you know, I'm going to live in my truth. I've never lied. I've never just made something up. And, And this is, 
unfortunately, what has happened to me, I think for me, being able to have this conversation with you without crying is huge because yeah. for years I've been able, I, I, I haven't because, you know, it kind of takes you back into that place, yeah. you know, so I've kind of, I've taken power back and, and want to, no, I, this happened to me and, you know, I'm, I'm going to help as many women, women as I can. You know how you said your friend, you know, was sexually uh, yeah. assaulted. So she took power of that. Now she's, you know, showing her kids, you know, what not to do. Yes. And And I think for me, it's. I didn't choose to be a domestic violence victim. It chose me. So now I have to choose how I'm going to, you know, be able to turn this around and be able to give back and, and help as yeah. many women as I can. Because sometimes just having doing this, having a conversation with a woman she that that is being abused, she's like, oh, I feel so much better because I'm not judging you. I, if you go back, I'm not judging yeah. you. You know, I understand how hard it is. Oh my God. Where can women find resources for, you know, getting out of a domestic abuse situation or coping with it? Yeah. So you can go to my um, website. It's EvelynLozadaFoundation.org. Uh, we have information on there. I have, you know, a staff that will, depending on what state you're in, you know, can connect you with the right people if you need to go to a shelter. Um, a lot of the times women just don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and calling a 1-800 number doesn't feel like you're gonna get much help. Yes, I agree <laughs> you know? with that. And are afraid because they're calling the cops and nobody's doing a welfare check. And and they just, you know, you feel helpless. So we try to, you know, help with, with, with that process as much as we can, yeah. depending on what your needs are. I love you. <laughs> I literally, it always gets deeper than we expected on this damn show. Oh. It always goes crazy. And I appreciate everything that you do for us. And I'm happy that I got to share this moment with you. But you have to make one promise. Yes. That when you get your next joint bit, <laughs> and when you're finally talking about that man, you do it on just the sip. I promise. I promise. I promise. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, you guys, thank you again for joining us for another week of Just a Sip. And don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Tell all your friends about it. Hit me up on Instagram at Justin A. Sylvester. And as usual, we will see you next Wednesday for another episode of Just a Sip. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 